Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd was rather big in the late 90s and early noughts, and now she's disappeared. She's like the Amelia Earhart of Hollywood. And you have to ask the question, where did she go? Because Judd's not that old. She's only 55 years old. And if you look at actresses that are contemporaneous to her, someone like Salma Hayek, who was a close friend of her, they still act. And certainly there are actresses, Julianne Moore, Nicole Kidman, and many others that are older than Ashley Judd who are no longer working. Now, if you were likely to ask Ashley Judd why she's no longer working, she believes that she was blacklisted by Harvey Weinstein. So if you're not familiar with that, back in 2015, she had told Variety, the trade paper, that she was sexually harassed by a studio mogul. But it wasn't until 2017 that she said that was Harvey Weinstein, who, of course, now is languishing in jail. She later filed a defamation and sexual harassment lawsuit against Weinstein, saying that he hurt her career by spreading lies about her after she had rejected his sexual advances. And then later on, there was a judge in California that dismissed Judd's claims of sexual harassment, but allowed Judd to pursue her defamation claim that Weinstein sabotaged her career. And then after that, it pretty much didn't go anywhere after that. So what do we know about Ashley Judd? She's the daughter of Naomi Judd and the half-sister of Winona Judd. As many of you know, Naomi and Winona had a singing group that... Ashley was not part of. Ashley was young. She was the younger of, of the girls and was not involved in that. She started getting acting gigs. I would probably, the first place I saw her was Ruby in Paradise. She's pretty young when she did this movie. It was, eh, it was like a Sundance kind of movie, but it, it really wasn't well known at all. I would say that most people probably first saw her in Heat, if I had to take a guess when you saw her. Because Heat was 1995, of course, the Pacino De Niro classic, Michael Mann directed movie. She plays the, the wife of Val Kilmer, who's working for De Niro. This is probably the first place most people saw her. And at this time, the Judds, the same group, was pretty popular. So did she get a little Nepo activism going there? Probably. The thing about Ashley Judd is that she was attractive when she was younger, no doubt. Next year, she's in the McConaughey Wow movie, A Time to Kill. That's the one that launched him into fame. And he plays the wife. Again, he plays, she plays a lot of wives here. The wife of McConaughey. Later in 97, she does Kiss the Girls. That's the Morgan Freeman. You, you get a lot of these Morgan Freeman movies mixed up, right? The Bone Collector. Like all these movies where he's, he's opposite an attractive female lead. But she does that. 1998, she does Simon Birch, which is a, a kind of a feel-good movie. 1999 is probably her biggest hit ever, which was Double Jeopardy. This is the one she does with the guy with one gear, Tommy Lee Jones, who has no range. And that is the, mo the movie where her husband tries to set her up for, for murder, and she's trying to exonerate herself. Then you got 
later on in terms of big movies where the heart is that's the movie she does with a young natalie portman portman is the the pregnant girl and ashley judd is there to help her out she delves into rom-coms with a real bad one someone like you is the hugh jackman vehicle where jackman plays the jerk at her office who and then uh Greg Kinnear plays her love interest, who she really likes. But eventually, of course, she ends up with the pig, who is Hugh Jackman. And in that movie, she 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 equates women to cows. And she has this theory how women are like cows. And how bulls, once they have a cow one time, they don't want to have them again. And it's a really stupid movie. And it's not well made at all. 2002, she does Frida. She's got a little side role in that, uh, helping out Salma Hayek, her friend. 2002 also has Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Also, that one has her follow-up High Crimes, which also has Morgan Freeman. And this movie was not nearly as successful as the one she did, Kiss the Girls. Then she does The Lovely. This is the Kevin Klein vehicle. I'm not a big fan of Kevin Klein, to be honest. I think he's talented, but I kind of think he's a douchebag. He's going to be coming up on a future Sexy Saturday when I talk about Phoebe Cates. She plays the wife of Cole Porter. And then 2006, the decline starts happening. You just don't really see her in a lot of like well-known movies. It just, everything kind of falls apart. 2010, you see her in the rock movie, The Tooth Fairy, where I believe she plays, if I'm not mistaken, the, the mom. 2011, she does Dolphin Tale. Again, not, not that successful. 2013, Olympus Has Fallen. She plays the first lady. 2014, she's got a little role in Divergent, the big Shailene Woodley vehicle. 2014, she does Dolphin Tale 2. And then the small role she has in the, the future Divergent movies, the one in 2015, Insurgent, and then Allegiant in 2016. Again, just not really saying much. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much where she goes. You have a few movies here and there in the last few years but not much. She does play herself in the movie She Said, which is on Amazon, I believe. This is the movie starring Carrie Mulligan that exposes Harvey Weinstein. And so she plays herself because she was one of the leading people that exposed Weinstein. In terms of television, she didn't really do a lot of TV. There's not really much worth to talk about. Uh, her politics are pretty liberal, which is, of course, not surprising at all. And in terms of her dating life, she was married, if I'm not mistaken, or at least she was engaged to a, a race car driver, a Formula One guy, uh, Dario Franchitti. And they were married in 2001, and they didn't have any kids. And she is on record saying that she never wanted to have kids. And this is a quote from her. It's unconscionable to breed with the number of children who are starving to death in impoverished countries. Close quote. So eventually they divorced in 2013 and she didn't she hasn't dated anybody well known since that time in 2013 at that point she would have been uh 45 and you know as it is with a lot of women at that age uh, not not as many dating prospects than when she was with the race car driver. I want to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio the oldest one we have is the Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. Also, in terms of her mental health, she was in a treatment center back in 2006 for depression, insomnia, and codependency. She wrote a, a, a memoir, All That Is Bitter and Sweet, back in 2011. And then a lot of stuff came out when her mom died, her and her half-sister, Winoda. When the mom died, there were some rumblings like in page six that they were feuding and fighting over the money. When the mom dies, she bequeaths all of her money to her husband and not, and Winona and Ashley didn't get a dime. So maybe that gives you an idea of what the situation was uh, between mother and daughters at the mom's death. And if you don't know, the mom took her own life. Either way, at this point, the two sisters say they get along and then there's no ill will between the two of them. So why do I think Ashley Judd's career went away? I think she can conveniently blame Harvey Weinstein, but if you look at her time when the allegations happened, her career was still doing well. So her career started dropping up when she started to age, which you, it's commonly seen. Look, Ashley Judd is not a good actress. And so like Cameron Diaz and some of the other ones who are known for their beauty, when their beauty abates and wanes, there's always going to be the next younger generation of women who are there to replace her. And that's what happened with her. Her role started drying up when she got into her 50s because she was no longer as pretty. And then she didn't do herself a favor. Take a look at pictures of Asha Judd. She's gotten some pretty bad plastic surgery that has made her look worse. And... You know, there's this unspoken word in Hollywood where producers and casting agents don't mind if you do don't do if you do if you do plastic surgery so long as it doesn't make you look bad. Then if it makes you look bad, they're not gonna they're not gonna cast you. So I think that's the main reason why Ashley Judd's not getting roles is that she wasn't that talented and now she's aged out and then she got bad plastic surgery. Either way, she had a good run in her career and she made good millions of dollars off of it and I, I wish her well and hopefully. She's not going to regret not having kids, which I fear that a lot of these women, uh, like we've mentioned recently, it's going to come out, Alison Brie, which is a sexy Saturday. She and Dave Franco admitted they never want to have kids either. And hopefully these people won't regret it as they get older and older. Guys, I'll post a poll over the Spotify and Cinema Rack Facebook groups, what you think of Ashley Judd. Please rate and review on Apple or Spotify. It helps with the algorithm. Also, there's a link for PayPal and there's a link to the website which hosts the Eclectic Gregorio feeds. But the best way to listen to these, of course, is on Apple and Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. 
please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.